I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name's Tom. Oh, hey, I'm Travis. What's going on, everyone? Hi. I'm unfortunately your Cody for the evening. And I'm Mike. All right, we got that all figured out. What's going on? What are we doing here? Uh, things and such. We're doing it. Yeah. Getting right to the point with Mike's- this episode. You know why? Because I don't know who it is. I got nothing <laughs> no. to talk about. <laughs> no. Been in the house. How was your week, Tom? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, I I went to go hang up a shirt in my closet, and the whole closet rack yep. fell. So that's been sitting in the bottom of my closet because I can't go anywhere to replace it. I'm walking on what seems to be a thrift shop of bullshit that I own. Tom, why don't you just walk down the road and look for a nail that like fell out of someone's car? You could do two good deeds at once. You could save someone's tires, and you fix your shelf. Why are nails good idea, Travis. coming off of cars in your reality? Do you think cars are put together with nails? Why are ants so small and why do they look so weird? They should just be tiny little people. You know, there's a crazy ant problem in this room. I think it's because I, I ate something in here. And there's just mad ants everywhere. Like, there's one right here. Oh, yeah, dude. You, yeah. you are swarming in ants right now. <laughs> this is Kill terrible. Yeah, it's a bug's life over yeah, there. Yeah, what did you just, do? Just, just eat mass sugar? Murdering. No, I just, was just hanging out. They're like, this guy's cool. Is mass murdering what you young people are calling eating fistfuls of Cheez-Its now? <laughs> well, yeah. It's actually a, uh, it was actually Cheez-Its. <laughs> I know. So, Tom, you know, Tom, I mean, you know what I'm going to be making? Uh, not right now, but a little later, I'm making a little bit of sauerbraten. I know you guys are excited. I'm going to bag up some meat. Travis, that sounds great. Cody, how was your week? I don't know. I no, it. but it's German. It's got egg noodles that I'm going to serve with it and shit. Come on, dog. Sounds amazing. I hope you get as, as many ants, if not double what Mike has. Yeah. <laughs> no ants. Zero Poor ants. Ain't that bad. Let them hang out on no, top I'm going to have, I'm just going to have shrimp all over the floor. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of gross foods, I had like enchiladas like two weeks ago. Like not two weeks ago, like two days ago. And, like, that shit has been coming out of my armpits for, like, the last 48 hours, and I don't know how to make it stop. Was there a vegetable hidden in there? I know you don't eat a lot of vegetables, so you may yeah, have changed Yeah, there's fucking yours. peppers and onions diced into that bitch. And, like, it's been coming out of my armpits for, like, the last 48 hours, and I'm trying to get it to stop. It's all the legumes' fault. Too many legumes it's in your a, enchilada. It's not, a, like, a gross <laughs> smell, but it's just, like, I want to turn the switch off eventually. And I hope it... I hope I'm not stuck like this. Yeah, welcome to your new smell, Cody McCann. Yeah. Yeah, get used to it. So, Ooh. look, we, we don't have weeks to report on. That's not true. Everyone has weeks. We told it. You broke your uh, your closet. I'm making meat that's to marinate. Cody smells like legumes. And Mike is Hang dealing with ants. ants. <laughs> Mike's got ants. ants. Got tons of ants in my pants. <laughs> You know, I used to hate oh. when you would ask us how our week was, and then we would go on forever about it. But now I, I kind of miss it. Yeah, because we can't go on forever yeah, about that's it. that's true. I, I mean, I, I used to never go on forever about it. I, 
It, it, no, Cody, it, you would talk a, about how like your dog ate something when you met like a MILF, and then there's a lot of things you go no, off about. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's like you pop, I don't know how, but you surprise me every time when you ask us how my week was on a scheduled basis, and I have to make up something like vaguely interesting, and it always makes me seem like the saddest thing. Like case in point today, where I have like the enchilada armpits. So it's just like, I'm somehow going to have to fucking tirade into a podcast after this. So it's just like... I got to buzzfeed the shit out of this nonsense. I got to pretend that my words are important at the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. BuzzFeed ripped us off. Fuck BuzzFeed. Yeah. Fuck them. And also, I I was just thinking, I don't know. Maybe our listeners want to tell us how their weeks are. So just do that on Twitter or something or Instagram. Don't we have a phone service still? Oh, yeah. You could dial... 631-837-3274. Numbers. Yeah, you can dial that. That's the heavy hole hotline. But um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm on this really stellar poppin' podcast right now called Heavy Hole. And yeah, that's fine. Downloads in the millions. I don't know what the hell we've been doing wrong on this one. <laughs> uh, well, we, we've we been talking about, about dead it weeks. Yeah, and our yes. dead people's anuses. And what anus... Oh. Is on our Chapman's rectal exam tonight. I did the research, and the particular anus we're talking about tonight is that one of Yoshie Shiratori, a Japanese guy. Oh boy! Oh, cool. oh yeah. boy! Wait, Big Yoshi? Big Yoshi, Yoshie Shiratori. We're going to be calling him Yoshi, just because that's what I assume his nickname would have been. All the Japanese sluts out there calling him Yoshi. Oh, suck, yeah, they like it. Suck my yeah, egg into your body, Yoshi. <laughs> oh. What does the Yoshi say? Me want honeycombs, Mario. <laughs> that gave me an aneurysm. Please stop that. <laughs> so, our subject tonight is Yoshi Ishiatori, Yoshi for short. I only found a handful of resources on him, and only about half of those were in fucking English. So I'd like to shout out the most in-depth resource I came across, a guy in Hong Kong who goes by the handle Kento Bento. Now, go check out his Twitter and YouTube channel. He was the backbone of tonight's episode. So, thank you, sir. I'm assuming the rest of these resources you found were in Spanish. You could have just reached out to me because I speak fluent Spanish. Yeah. You speak Portuguese, Tom. I know they're similar. Same thing. uh... Same thing. I know (laughs) this. They're not. I'm an authority on this. My girlfriend's going to kill me when she hears this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Wait, Cody, did you are you telling the roast mortem fans that you learned Japanese in like two no, weeks? No, I did not learn Japanese just for this guy. Cody yeah. is on the top of the charts on Duolingo. You heard it here. How's the charts wow. on Duolingo? He's got the oh, most leaderboards, you mean? Nuggets yeah. or whatever. Hey, you guys remember that movie Phenomena with John Travolta where he learns yeah, Portuguese in like 30 minutes because his brain is smart? And- I learned it in 15 minutes. <laughs> Wasn't he only smart because, <laughs> like, a fucking asteroid hit him or something? Yeah, he got hit by lightning, which turned out to be a brain tumor. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mike, you've never seen that? No, I've Phenomenon. never seen that masterpiece. The only reason I remember that movie, sorry for the tangent, the only reason I remember it no, is because good. my dad had it on Laserdisc, and it was the first Laserdisc oh. we owned. So <laughs> getting up and ceremoniously flipping it, and then putting the second disc in and having to flip that. So, you know, you have to take three oh, wow. breaks during the movie. They have, <laughs> well, that's how movies should be enjoyed. They have superior sound. Yeah. Check yourself. All right, real quick. Uh, before we get into our boy Yoshi, I want to talk to you about the Meiji era. And that was 
Yoshi was born in the fucking tail end of the Meiji era. Oh, cool. And Meiji era is 1868 to 1912. And this this entire fucking military time of turmoil and technological advancement is part is was was participated was precipitated with the question, the simple question, do we want to let the white boys in? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you going to hang out with the white kids? They don't want us in there because uh, we will steal your hentai. Steal hentai, son. <laughs> and we're taller than you. So we could steal the hentai and then hold it up here. Thank you for so front-loading the racism. Hentai. Wow, I'm sure Jeez, all of our Jones. Japanese listeners will be very, very disappointed in us. Continue, Cody. <laughs> yes. So, long story short, the answer was yeet. Let's hang out with the white boys. And Japan invited the Western guys in. Uh... The rifle dethroned the katana as the war-making weapon. The samurais were okay, boomered into extinction. Edo became Tokyo. All this, Damn. like, woo, like, crazy, like, modernization stuff happened that had uh, a Western civilization as the catalyst. And Wait, this is when Tom Cruise was alive? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> he was a good samurai. He fucking knew what he was He was the last. He was the last he was samurai. The last of them, yeah. Yeah, of course the last samurai is white. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, about that time, let's say, for fucking historical inaccuracy's sake. Um, so, at this time, Japanese folks are, like, having their first struggles with the quote-unquote man at this time. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's an interesting, like, first opening move of a chess game between, like, the Japanese individual and the quote-unquote man. The man used to be, like, your fucking lord, you know, in feudal Japan, the guy that lets you, like, you know, make, like, farm fucking radishes on his, like, yard. But now the yeah. man is, Wait. like, some bureaucratic pencil dick that is telling you how to be in, you know, a con- in, in a city you've never visited. Some douche with a top hat. The only thing I got out of that, Cody, is that we're talking Dragon Ball Z, because you said radish. Yes. And we're yes. talking Dragon Ball Z. All tonight. the Saiyans are named after vegetables. Did you just notice that? <laughs> yeah, dog. All right. Fuck this. Moving on. Our boy Yoshi was born to July 31st, 1907 in Amori, Japan, just five years before this restless turmoil of the Meiji era wraps up. Yoshi's parents were divorced when Yoshi was three. Divorce was not typically the norm in Japan at this time, so already rough starting out for a boy, Yoshi. Uh, Daddy Dearest dies a year later, and Mummy Dearest is overburdened with single mother lifestyle. And presumably Yoshi has no other family, as he was abandoned at the very young age of probably just north of three years old. Oh, that's terrible. Now, without parental influences, Yoshi is taken in by the wrong crowd. Yoshi turns into a life of crime throughout his childhood and teenage years. He begins consorting with lower-level organized criminals just to make ends meet, oh. just to keep a roof over his head and ramen on his table. That's not racist. That's just what they ate. No. Yeah, well, also, I love that part of the Super Mario World canon, where Yoshi turns dark, starts smoking cigarettes, like he could steal your pack out of your pants, because he'd be like, ah! He's got the to tongue. tongue. Like, lick it. Like that tongue. Tongue. Yeah, instead of that cute little, like, slide whistle sound effect, it's just like a smoker's cough, like... <coughs> <coughs> yeah, when he flutter kicks. <laughs> oh, he sounds like Marge Simpson. <laughs> yes. Uh, organized criminal mischief aside, things were more or less all right for Yoshi at this time. Like, okay, you know, he, he's getting ill-gotten money, but he... In the late 1920s, he manages to take a wife, and you know those two together have a daughter. 
Do you have to take a wife? Do you have to take a wife I mean, in Japan? I guess. I know they got those like weird salarymen that like yeah. you know they salarymen. buy like just grab one on the street. Or I was gonna say the vending machine. You just like oh, and. One fateful day in 1933, his crew of miscreants gets into a spot of shit, and a civilian unfortunately dies in the process of an armed robbery attempt. The lot of them are apprehended, Yoshi included. Now, who would have guessed it, but the seedy underbelly of the Japanese organized crime scene was fucking unscrupulous. The gang saddled the fault of the civilian casualty on Yoshi, so they're like, hey, he did it. He's the guy. That killed Come on, the guy. he's on your Wait, team, man. He's one of your seedy brothers. Yeah. Wait, but Yoshimitsu, uh, so this is his origin story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, isn't this every episode we fucking do ever, Travis? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yoshimitsu? We start at the beginning. Yeah, th- what listeners don't know is that Roast Mortem is Very just accurate. a collection of Soul Calibur origin stories. Yeah, Soul Calibur Tekken, dog. We'll have to do it. it all day, dog. Yeah. Every day, dog. Which means we're a terrible podcast. Stroud. It's not great. No. We're, Give us five we're stars our, anyway. Yeah, we're part of the MLG, all four of us. And uh, uh, if you want to see high skills that could kill a ninja, or what, what's the guy's name? Smash Straub. Like. Stroud. Straub. If you want to kill Straub, fans. then uh, you should probably go subscribe here <laughs> to learn your things. And what's more, Yoshi's fellow gang members were like, uh, Yoshi-san definitely killed that guy. And if he denies it, that just means you're not pistol-whipping him with enough enthusiasm. Keep at it. He'll, he'll, he'll let you know he did it after a, a good, a good uh, working over. Mm. All right. Oh, it is. Yeah. Wait, these are the policemen's doing it? Yeah, the policemen's are um, not great at this time in uh, J- Japan's <laughs> uh, penal history. I, I always thought policemen was the good guys. No, not not for this story, <laughs> Travis. Nah, dude. In every Japanese movie I've ever seen, the policemen are just arrogant. They run in, hut hut hut. They're all, they're little uh, powers of access types of people. Um, so after a long and bloody interrogation, a false confession was eventually beaten out of Yoshi. Yoshi was incarcerated in Amori Prison mm-hmm. for murder, and. As um, Travis pointed out just previously, a 1930s uh, Japanese prisoner was not great in uh, as far as humane treatment went. Especially like murder convicts, even though it was falsely, and, he's, and he is an honest to goodness like thief. So he was not treated very well in the penal system. Yeah, but why should we uh-huh. treat thieves with any perks whatsoever? We call them red-handed. Mean, no perks, but just maybe basic human Ooh. rights, sir. No? No, that takes energy, resources. Just put them in a hole. Feed them cockroaches. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, feed them. Like, a, throw a radish down the hole every now and then, right? I don't know. Not a radish, but maybe a rat. <laughs> a, a rat that has eaten radishes previously. A, 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 rat, a rat with a fondue kit. We're talking about mm. the pea penal system what is going into the tip of his penis the penal system is the penitentiary system travis i am sorry to dispel all of that like starry-eyed misinformation oh no yes penal means prison cody why don't you like yeah paint paint as much of a picture here as you can or just continue or ignore what i'm saying 
Just I'm going to do both because that's what the Travis. fucking episode is. That's really is. what I'm getting at. Oh, okay. So our boy Yoshi was ritualistically beaten by his correctional okay. officers, almost on some kind of fucking sadistic schedule. And so 1936, after three years of sponging up police brutality, Yoshi actually plots his escape from Almuri prison. Ooh. Has his wife been, like, hanging out with him the whole time? Like, No, no. No one. You. Here's the thing. When you get arrested in Japan... Your family fucking hates you. It's wow. like this weird stigma, like, you dishonorable cunt. And they just, they don't, they rarely visit you. And when you're out and reformed, they're kind of just like, you need a, you need a new fucking futon to like sleep on. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't like it at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get that though, because I hate criminals. <laughs> yeah, but, but it, see, now they do it. Now, now a Japanese family they do that to their their kids when they get a B minus. Yes, <laughs> gotta so. stay on top of right, it. Right, Cody, you got a little bit of that treatment. Yeah, I got the Japanese or not Japanese. I got the Asianese parent, how, and uh, yeah. How many numbers of pi did you just like uh, obsessively compulsive because you didn't want to sign your family learn? I think I got to like 181. See, normal people don't do that's that. A, you're no, right, that's bullshit. No. <laughs> Hel- healthy people don't do this shit. Pi, uh, just use the calculator. Because uh, I think Travis and Cody, you guys always bring up how teachers lied to you and always say, oh, you never got a calculator on you. Didn't see smartphones coming. But every time you're expected to use Pi, you will have a calculator on you because you're an architect. So memorizing those digits is the biggest waste of energy. Yeah. How many circles you fucking playing with where you need to remember more than two digits of Pi? Yeah, two of them. It's my left nut and my right nut. Pie. I think this might have been conspiracy that like people who brought in maybe over forty or fifty digits of pie, they got put on a like an autism watch list. Oh yeah. <laughs> like your your high school teacher just like flips it over to the sheriff, like you, you watch out for these guys. Yeah, these guys are gonna be downloading a lot of fucking Japanese hinty. They're up to some shit. And uh, when they when they walk into Spencer's to buy their first trench coat, just take them down there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Yoshi's dishonored and he's buying a trench coat? No, he's not buying a trench coat. He's dishonored. His family kind of isn't in the picture, but that is Yoshi's end goal. You know what I mean? That, like, let's get the fuck out of like here and like be back with my family because you know penal system sucks dick. So yeah, penis yeah. sucked dick. It's his first. It's it's his escape attempt from Almuri. And Yoshi learned there were a few prison guard shift changes throughout the day. Each would cause a twenty minute window in between the sweeping patrols. And notably, there was one at five thirty a.m. before the mandatory inmate wake up. So the very next time Yoshi was sent to the prison bathhouse. Yes, it's Japan. So like they're doing like the suds it up. On like a stool and then dump the bucket of water over the head. Type it's of so bathing. cute! It's so cute. It, it really is. It confused me the first time I saw it in an anime. Yeah, well, yeah. I, and the first anime I saw it in was Totoro, and I'm like, why is the whole family bathing together? Yeah, it's weird. I don't yep. want to take a bath with my dad. <laughs> I don't there know. You go. If you don't want to take a bath with your dad, you're a bigot. <laughs> You're a bigot I'm, that needs I'm to so- be deplatformed. Yeah, you need. I to- want all yeah, of our was- ninnies to take a bath with their dad right now. Don't explain <laughs> it to him. <laughs> Just shove him into Don't the shower explain- and start sudsing up with your old man. Yeah. Don't Other- worry, otherwise Dad. I'm you're doing a this to be culturally bigot. sensitive. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Don't don't say it without a word. And if you have a toilet, you're also a bigot. Shit in a hole in the ground. Like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Shit in the no, shit. everyone should buy a bidet, though. I'm just saying. I mean, that's important. French. That's a different, that's a different podcast. Japanese love bidets. That's, a fr- that's for a French episode. Yeah. Well, Japanese like them too, right? They have the ones that like they have the toilets that like lick your asshole clean. That's weird. <laughs> you hit a button and it like sings. Yeah. You hit a bun- button, it starts the, singing like Britney Spears and it licks your butthole. The tentacle button. So Yoshi would go to this bathhouse and he would find one of those, you know, the wooden buckets you see in the anime. And those wooden buckets usually have a length of wire that wrap around the outside edge, you know, to reinforce it. So he took one of those wires flattened one end of the wire, sharpened the other end of the wire, and then bingo bango, that's a wrench and pick lock picking set. The bare bones are really creative. Yes, yes for yes, Mike. So he made his own lock picking set, you know, basic bones, but it would get the job done, at least for his prison cell. And he would work like he would work throughout the nights to make popping his prison lock with this like smuggled wire second nature. He would practice it until it's like got it. I don't want my woman to pop that pussy. I want her to pop that prison lock. When well, maybe that was that was maybe that was part one of Yoshi popping his wife's pussy. So like, well, this lock is in my fucking way, so that's gotta go. <laughs> I hate this. So he could easily <laughs> defeat his fucking prison lock. The thing was, Yoshi had multiple sec, multiple security checkpoints to lockpick after his cell. And at the very most, he was only given a 20 scant minutes between the patrols. You know, before the guards would be like, oh, shit, he's not in his cell. Raise the alarm. Mm -hmm. Simply put, 20 minutes wasn't enough time. However, during the night before the jailbreak, he quietly pried loose the floorboards beneath his bedding and waited for half past five in the morning. After the 5.30 patrol passed, Yoshi picked the locks on his door and then used the loose floorboards to create a human silhouette underneath his comforter. Nice. So he's like, wow. oh, yeah, nice. I thought you were going to say that he gave him Nintendo Switches, the guards, <laughs> and Animal Crossing, so they'd yes, be late to, for their too soon. Travels. It's funny, I was also going to make a video game joke, but mine went something like this. I guess those security guards played a lot of Minecraft, yes. as I'm sure that his silhouette looks pretty blocky. Yeah, there you go. Oh! Is that, does that work? <laughs> Is that a joke or what? I got it. Yeah. (laughs) You're a regular Straub over here. Yeah, look at this blocky man. He is fast asleep at 530, like a regular man. Don't touch him. Don't poke him. (laughs) That's definitely a human. Yeah. Jeez. Someone go boil an egg for this fart. (laughs) So because it was before wake up, the incoming patrol just assumed the humanoid lump that was in the bedding was Yoshi sleeping. When in reality, Yoshi had probably finished lockpicking the final door of his escape and hoofing it the fuck out of there. After inmate wake up, Yoshi's floorboard decoy was discovered, but by the time the alarm was sounded, Yoshi was well beyond the search perimeter. So he's just like, he's out, he's gone. He's been gone for a while. Nice. Shawshank Redemption. Very good, Mike. Yeah. I'm surprised you've seen that. Oh, man, good taste. He is. That Andy Dufresne never said a word. He's bad at impressions, but he's got good taste. Yeah, all right. And just like that, Yoshie Shiratori had methodically planned and executed his jailbreak, earning his freedom, and it was a glorious 72 hours. After his third day in the lamb. What's that? They caught that Yoshi? Yeah. 
After his third day on the lam, he attempted to plunder a hospital's pharmacy. He sought to patch up the culmination of three years' worth of police brutality. But things went pear-shaped during the robbery attempt, and the police were called. Yoshi was caught red-handed, and during the the detainment, officers figured out, like, oh, this guy's the one that, you know, flew the coop from Amori. Uh, Fast guy. Just so you know. This is, again. this is a recurring theme of Yoshie's life, Mike. He's fucking aces at getting out of prison, but he does something really fucking dumb and gets sent right he the fuck back. back. Yeah. So just imagine you're on the Monopoly board. You get, like, you know, out of jail, and then literally one dice roll later, it's go to jail. I imagine him, like, breaking out of a, a prison or something with, like, a friend, and he's like, all right. Uh, Yoshi, we gotta lay low. And like Yoshi's like lighting a firework. Like, okay, oops. <laughs> Where did I even get this? You guys ever seen Trailer Park Boys? I've never heard of that show ever. No, what what is that one, Mike? Oh no, you never seen. It? All right, never mind, never mind. No, I the know it. I'm characters. just, I'm, yeah, I'm everyone knows. Yeah. They're, always, they're always going to jail, you know. Yes, but those guys are idiots, and they stay in jail for their sentences. Yeah. I had just watched um, Naked Gun, uh, yeah, thirty three yeah. and a third. Where he's mm-hmm. with, where, where Frank, Lieutenant Frank Drebin is retired, and they get him to go back in. He he breaks out of jail, and he's got the mannequin set up, and he's emptying all the dirt out of his pants. And when I was younger, I didn't know those were comedies. So that's what I thought prisoners did. I mean, yeah. I see my my thing when I was younger. I watched Ernest Goes to Jail, and I was like, okay, that's <laughs> that's how prison works. It's a good documentary, right, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great documentary. The fuckwit Yoshie is, he gets thrown back in jail. And then 1942 rolls around. Yoshi is transferred to Akita Prison of Akita City. And Akita Prison is just a little bit more rough and tumble. Your boy Yoshi had now been branded as a slippery escape artist, and so he incurred even more wrath from the correctional officers. A public example was made of Yoshi, of Yoshi when he was beaten you know he's like look at this guy he tried to escape and then you know they shove a boot you know heel and touch his prostate with it all yeah, right flash forwarding history predicting he's gonna be in that magneto cell in X-Men. wow very good travis i mean is he yeah, well the magneto cell is made <laughs> out of plastic he was put yeah into- in a plastic orb in a plastic orb and he's just sitting there like i can get screwdrivers if i need them because i can <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well wasn't metal. It wasn't metal. It was copper, not magnetic, though. So they threw him in a copper cell, and this was a cell designed to thwart your run-of-the-mill escape artist. Uh, very narrow cell, but had very high ceilings. The walls were reinforced with smooth, anti-grippy copper. So the copper was there to like right. Know, so you so, couldn't get a finger hold anywhere. So the whole thing has mm-hmm. it's copper, but the top is copper as well. Yes, and it's a durable cell. Very good, sir. You you win you win this episode. Damn, I'm good. I'll see you guys later. I'm leaving. Wait, are you? Did you just make Wait, a battery time. joke? Yes, yeah, I, I did. Com- I made a fucking battery joke, battery and joke? it had nothing to do with a goddamn rabbit keeping the beat. <laughs> that rabbit's smarter than me. I can't keep a beat for shit. Well, there's okay. Hold on. There's some confusion going Don't talk on here. Shit about my rabbit. Energizer is the pink rabbit with the drum. Yeah. Duracell yeah. is the fucking pink rabbit without the drum. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I was making a battery joke, and it wasn't the easy one with the rabbit. It was the other brand with the no, copper Tom top. No, 
Tom went for the high-hanging fruits. This is highbrow battery jokes. Come on, man. Patreon.com slash roast mortem cast. When you ask the guy to fill up your car with premium because you just got, like, I don't know, you don't even know why you're doing it, those are the jokes he tells you because that's yeah. highbrow comedy. <laughs> Yeah, I love this. Very true. That's good to know. Yeah, we're the premium in your comedy. When that tank. when that guy when that guy's taking that uh, that tuna off of your reel, right? He's getting <laughs> that hook out of its mouth. These <laughs> these are the types of jokes. You get jokes about the Energizer Rabbit when the guy's trying to get a sea robin off that hook. <laughs> yeah, really like. I'm glad I was around for that joke. You know, I feel blessed. Yeah, I feel like I, that was a life changing moment. You are in my blessed. Life. You are blessed. Count them. Everyone count their blessings. Count All blessings. you listeners. I don't, know what's, I don't know what's going on with you, but yeah. I'm assuming a lot of you are poor, so. <laughs> you're listening to a free podcast. Okay, so for poor and also just for anyone, even if you're rich, you could be a million dollars. You mentioned sea robins. Don't <laughs> let those fuckers throw them back because you can make a soup out of that shit. Make some fish stock. Poison soup. Yeah. That was my tip of the day. I'm pretty poor. Me too. Damn. So. You know, your boy Yoshie is in this fucking copper hell. Uh, no windows aside from the skylight on the very, very, very high ceiling, That's as previously nice mentioned. And even one, yeah, I mean, air, yeah, prisoners get air, Mike. So, um, <laughs> even when imprisoned in this coppery hell, the guards refuse to uncuff him. It's just like, hey, you're an escape artist, so you, you, you have to wear these fucking cuffs. Oh, that blows. Yeah. And she's probably man uncomfortable. Prison, yeah, prison's mad, uncomfortable, Mike. Well, yeah, being in handcuffs, he's just trying to break out yeah, all the yeah, time. Like, handcuffs, yeah. Yeah, you can't like scratch anything. You can't scratch your yeah. nose. Oh yeah, if your nose, if you're b- behind the back cuffed and you can't, can't wipe your, your ass. Your nose. Actually, you, probably maybe you could. I don't know. If you really want to go to prison, stay away from Asia. Go to Scandinavia. Oh yeah, you get, those like, are nice. You get a seventy-inch like flat-screen TV. You get a fucking uh, koi pond. Gym, masseuse. Koi pond. Really? Oh yeah, they have they have limited terms there on some of the most heinous crimes. That guy in Oslo who shot up that summer camp, he's getting out of jail in twenty two years. That was his sentence was twenty two years. It's a long time. That's, that's, murder, right? He shot up a fucking summer camp. Yeah, and also his his time is like in this like basically better than my apartment. The fucking sandals. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Those, like, yes, progressive countries. I get it, but come on, dude, bring down the hammer a little bit. Don't be such bitches about it. Yeah, Fucking that was pretty. Murder that guy with time. Make him sit in the. <laughs> put him in the Duracell. Time. Yeah, put him in the right to the Duracell. Isn't that their max time in Norway? It's something like that. It's like twenty-two years. And it's like, yeah, it's like dude, max out. Yeah, like I get it. You want to be humanitarian and like. And yeah, we have a lot of people in our prison. We have way too many people in our prison system. Yeah. But they have way too yeah. little people. I guess it just means yeah, shipping fast. our prisoners to Norway. <laughs> yeah, right? Even it out. I think a lot of our prisoners would love that. That'd be All right, nice let's plant. continue. This is getting like weird and humanitarian. Where the political shit come from? Uh, I don't know, yeah, right? That's just lame. I just Yoshi- handcuffs on. Dumb. Your boy Yoshie had to endure further regimented beatings. Unless, of course, a correctional officer by the name of Kobayashi was on duty. For whatever reason, Kobayashi oh, would show mercy We're... and spare Yoshi from the hot dogs? Yeah, hot dog man! Why the hot dog <laughs> man's here? Hot dog man, but Kobayashi is a popular Japanese last name. <sighs> so, Dude, so yes, he's eating hot dogs. Kobayashi. I'm hungry yeah. now. Yeah. Right? 
he's eating hot dogs and and Yoshi is shoving batteries in in his anus. I am completely following what's going on with the story. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, me too. <sighs> so, if Yoshi wasn't going to stand for police brutality and Amori prison, he was certainly not going to fucking take the dialed up Akita brutality, the hard labor, the piss poor solitary confinement conditions. And so begins jailbreak attempt number two, Electric Boogaloo. Yoshie does his usual trick of securing a bit of wire, probably not from the bathhouse because they were checking that now, but he still gets a bit of wire and he makes another fucking lock picking set from it. And Yoshi was capable of picking his own handcuffs lock, but not the cell door because they, you know, upgraded that. They just put it on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I want a prison cell door with a lock on the inside. Wait. What could go wrong? Yeah, his prison cell was specifically designed to thwart average escape artists. Uh, with his cell door impregnable, Yoshi somehow did a fucking Spider-Man, and he was able to wedge himself into the corner of his cell and kind of hump his way to the roof. You know what I mean? Oh. Like using... Using, like, the friction of the corner to, like, kind of, like, all the way up to the top. That's what happens when you take the prisoners out to IHOP, steal that syrup, start slipping (laughs) yourself up the wall. (laughs) (laughs) You just kind of sweat it after a certain time, and they're just... See, I was just imagining him just coming on his palms for, like, a week. Yeah, but then it gets crusty. It's like, it loses its texture, you know? Like, you could just go to IHOP once and grab one of those syrup containers, and if you don't wash your hands for a week, you could basically, I don't know, be Spider-Man. Yep. International House of Prisoner. IHOP. (laughs) When I go to prison, I'll try that one out. (laughs) Tom, enough with the conspiracies. Enough with the conspiracies. I'm sorry, I'll have to shut up now and drink out of this fucking... (laughs) (laughs) So... He was able to, to climb these unclimbable walls all the way to the top where, you know, the skylight was. Free solo. Now, the aforementioned skylight had, you know, these sturdy-ass iron bars, but dumbass prison set those iron bars into a wooden frame that was directly exposed to the elements. So <laughs> every night Yoshi would fucking Spider-Man up, grab the fucking, you know, skylight bars and just, like, wrench on them. Just like, you know what I mean? Just fucking... Take them apart. Just, just, just pull down on them with all of his weight, and then before like the next patrol came by, he would jump onto his bed from the roof and slap his cuffs on, and was just like, "Oh, I wasn't doing shit. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't do anything. I'm handcuffed. Look at me." <laughs> <laughs> so he would keep at that for fucking weeks until he would eventually like get the bars loose, but leave them in place as to not, you know, draw suspicion on Tom. Unto himself. The one thing that was left in his way was, you know, his prison cell is made of fucking copper, you know, the roof included. So if he started walking on the roof, it would just sound like, you know, a ferret in a fucking air duct. It would make a shitload of noise and everyone would be onto him. Alerted. Yes. So, Cody, you've heard of yes. ferret in a in an air duct? What, it's where it's have horrible. You been? It's uh, I feel like they're very light-footed. A polecat is renowned for its light-footedness, Cody. I think that was a A terrible example. Polecats are small. I don't know. What do you want me to say? A fucking Travis in the air vent? Cody, I'm taking your side on this. Travis, Travis, you need to shut up. Uh, Cody, I'll take (laughs) your side on this. I would hear a ferret pretty much anywhere. 
very funny that they put those iron bars in a wood frame. It's stupid. But what do you expect from a country that builds walls out of newspaper print? <laughs> just walk right through them, man. I was just like, Slime oh, yeah, walls. well, you got a room over there. Let me just put a little sheet. Ah, let's not even do a sheet paper. It's recycling, Tom. Let me put crate paper up between these two rooms. You ever see them old school right. Japanese houses? They got wooden shoes. Yeah. Floors made with straw. Yep. Fucking walls of paper. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a cool look, but it's not exactly one to keep you in place. Yeah. All right. A big bad wolf blew on that house. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No, you can't use walls in Japan. You can only use social stigmas. <laughs> that works. All right, we can move on, Cody. But just to let you know, are you done? Are you fucking no, done? Just to let you know, a ferret and a duck. I'm chalking that up as to a travisism right now. You guys didn't go to call Cody out for it. I had to because my shit makes sense. You say shit like the odd duck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, a duck is odd, dude. It's like an octopus. It's like if you trip on an octopus. This is certainly getting cut from the episode. Great. <laughs> okay. All right, so, continue, Cody. So he's now got the fucking skylight one. loose. Yeah, he's got the skylight loose. He doesn't want the okay. noise to fucking, you know, get the guards on his fucking case. So he does what, you know, any patient Andy Dufresne would do, and he waits for the first <laughs> thunderstorm to roll through. Oh, smart boy. Yep. So first thunderstorm, June 15th, he fucking Spider-Man's all the way up to the top. Wrenches the shit off and then makes his escape. Of course, the storm, you know, swallows the sound of his footsteps on the roof. And Bob's the word, mom's your uncle. Yoshi successfully executes his second jailbreak. I love this Yoshi guy. Yoshi's a good guy. Except he's dumb. He's dumb as shit. We'll get into that, you know, in the future. But he's good at escaping from prison. He's got two down. And this time he stayed on the outside for more than 72 hours. Good for Yoshi. And no. this is all, he's been in jail because he didn't murder someone, right? They put him back in jail because he didn't murder someone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Turns he, out you didn't murder that person. <laughs> well, back to jail for not telling us the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you snuck so out the last one? You're going back to jail, dude. Yeah. Well, someone's got to be there. There you, you know. go. Travis Future predicting. After three months on the loose, Yoshi is scavenging just to scra- scrape on by. Yoshi decides to enlist the help of a confidant. It absolutely wasn't a fucking genius move for the fugitive that Yoshi was to solicit the help of Officer Kobayashi, the guy that didn't beat the shit out of him in prison. Oh. So he literally... Yeah, he goes up to the fucking Kobayashi's home residence, knocks on his door, and was just like, hey man, can I use your toilet? Also, we need to talk. Can I have a hot dog? Yeah, you got any hot (laughs) dog? Kobayashi did feed him lunch as he... As they were talking, so I don't know if it was hot dogs. That's nice. Well, it was definitely wasn't. hot dogs. Yeah. So no, you go to the cop to be like, "Guess what, buddy? I'm out of jail. Help me." <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> why. These, <laughs> see these feet? I don't have shoes on. Yeah, that's it. I'm hungry. I need to take a shit. I'm not lying. He did need to take a shit. And <laughs> when I go to a cop's house, you know, let's. Go, I mean, he's like, "Let's go to the cop's house that didn't beat me." Okay. That's fine if your choice was limited to cops you had to solicit, the one that didn't beat the shit out of you. But the fact that you're soliciting a cop as a fugitive yeah, um, is the reason you're being roasted tonight, Yoshi Ejiotori. Right. It's like when you're in school and you're like late to class or hanging out in the hallway and that school security guard's like, hey, get to class, man. Don't make me tell you again. As opposed to the one who writes you up. And then you go to him after you graduate high school and you knock on his door and go, hey, man, you know where I could score some heroin? You're always cool to me. 
<laughs> you know, man. Come on. That's a great Americanism. I, I, I see your point. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yoshie is soliciting the help of Officer Kobayashi. And Yoshi would pour his heart out to Officer Kobayashi. And he would, like, reveal to his merciful corrections officer. He's like, hey, man, I escaped because I got the shit beaten out of me. I wasn't trying to skimp out on my jail sentence of, you know, a life term that wasn't, you know, life terms aren't for life usually in Japan. Like when you have a life term, that's usually like 30-ish years. So he's like, I wasn't trying to skimp out on my sentence. I was trying to skimp out on the fucking daily beatdowns, which were horseshit. And Kobayashi was like, oh, yeah, I, I hear you. It's, it's, it's fucking rough. It, it's kind of why I didn't beat the shit out of you. You know, mm-hmm. he's understanding. He was just definitely understanding. And if he wasn't an officer, it would be a good Kobayashi would be a good shoulder to cry on. Well, and, no one wants to be that. No. Yeah, right. So he, he still told he still told on him, though. He told on Yoshi. While Yoshi was taking a shit. Kobayashi called the guards and had him uh, fucking arrested. What dick? I mean, that's he's so a fucking foul. he's a sworn officer and on on top of all that, he's a sworn Japanese police officer. Yeah, but those, you don't those, call those, the cops guys don't play loose. You don't call yeah. the cops on someone while they're taking a poop. Like it doesn't matter like yeah, that's a perfect what time. it is. He's pinching a loaf. You call the cops on him. He's been no. scavenging Travis. He's been scavenging in the streets for 3 months. He's like, "Can I use your toilet?" I'm calling the cops on that guy, regardless if he's a murderer or not. No, see, the reason why you, you don't do that is because, though. no, the reason why you don't do that is because if you're in a horror movie, the guy pooping, that's already passe. He's going to live. The one calling the cops, he's going to die. Are you telling people a shit to save their life if they're ever in a horror situation? Yeah. How do oh, you know yeah. when you're in a horror situation? Your phone falls into a lake while you're camping. Yeah, everyone's phones stop working in the <laughs> yeah. middle of like a camping trip. And that there's, is, a, there's that, a there's a creepy old man who goes, "Yeah, we're having really nice weather around here. Maybe you guys wanna? Are you guys gonna go down to camp and have a good time?" He's be like, "Nope, I gotta go poop for the next eighty four hours, and then your life will be saved." <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Watch out where you poop. We got a scary monster looking for how people poop, and they take the big <laughs> diarrhea boys and scrape their innards out. <laughs> it's like, works for me. I don't have toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Yoshi, back in fucking jail for the third time. And since Ooh. he could easily, since he had proven he can easily escape from Aomori and Akita prison, in 1943, Yoshi was transferred to Abashiri prison. So far, only prisons that start with the letter A. Weird. And Are we Abashiri, at war right now? Oh, we're we're in the fucking thick of it, man. Uh. And when you say we, you mean the you mean the back to back world champion allies, right? Yeah, Ooh, that's us. Yes, we we are at war right now. Um, and uh, Abashiri is in Hokkaido, and if you don't know. I'm assuming you don't know. That is the northernmost prison in Japan. And when you get uh, north in Japan, shit gets a little fucking chilly. You get some uh, pointy nips up in uh, northern Japan, believe it or not. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, some diamond yeah. cutters. I was diamond cutting it. nips. Yeah. I follow this seal on uh, Twitter that's from northern Japan. So I know it's cold. 
It's snow it's, always on this seal. Seal. Yeah. A seal. <laughs> Is that English? Uh, chafe nips. Yeah, chafe nips. You got the you got the balls that just scurry up into your fucking body. Mm. Uh, yep. So it's fucking super chilly. And on top of all this, Abashiri has got some interesting uh, geography. Should an inmate escape the prison, there is slim pickings as far as escape routes. To the north, you got a fucking frigid ocean that just fucking goes nowhere. To the south, you got this windswept, bear-infested Hidaka mountain chain. An oh inmate, God. yeah, an inmate could hoof it west or east along the coastline. But at that point, the avenues of escape were so narrow, a fugitive would just be intercepted by, like, a search party. A bunch of like children prison. playing rock games. <laughs> Trading yeah. cards. Yeah. Spinning tops. Don't go too far east now. You'll end up in China. And then you'll wish you were in prison. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll take your organs, man. So, because you can only go east or west on the coast, the, the prison would just send two search parties... And then, you know, unless you, like, found a decent hiding place, they just bring it right back in. You know, Like under a beached hide. whale. Yeah, hard to fucking hide <laughs> on a beach unless you're underneath a decomposing whale, as Travis says. No one ever checks those. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> no they're like, ew. Know. That <laughs> shit's stanky. <laughs> That's why you hide under it, like you're Lucas Skywalker. <laughs> like an and you're in Hoth. Yeah. Hoth is it a is, dumb planet. It's a bad name. It's a bad name. It's just cold. Yeah. It's like, that's its gimmick. <laughs> Not much to do, really. Why was anyone at Hoth? Uh, doing something. In, you know, they on the lamb or something? Fracking. I don't know. They had, like, whole, they, held, they had like whole rebellion stations there and stuff. Yeah, and they got Bombadil Snowmans in there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so anyway, Star Wars is really dumb. So let's continue. Yeah, so geography bad for escape, even before we see what like the confinement situation's about. And by the way, Abashiri, <laughs> perfect track record. No escapees. No prison wow. breaks ever. Oh, wow. So uh, uh <clears throat> So like you're telling me they could have sent like a TLC show and like no one's ever escaped this shit. Here's yeah. a man that loves <laughs> to lick lick shells and he knows how to escape. He does. So, uh, and on top of being chilly as fuck, the cruel ass admin, uh, prison administration uh, could, as an incentive thing, like withhold heat from inmates. So, like, if a, if a warden was just like, if a warden said jump and you didn't jump, you'd be like, oh, your fucking radiator's not working for the winter, oh. for the year. You know, he's like, oh Great. shit, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Keep him in check, dude. Yeah, that's kind of how they were doing it. And you bet your ass, Yoshi, a murder convict with a history of escaping and robbery, was not supplied adequate heat. Yoshi would frequently complain that his daily miso soup would freeze over mid-supper. So just imagine having a soup, and it uh, turns in, and, it, and it undergoes a phase change in the middle of a meal. And she's like, that what? is the worst popsicle ever. Miso-flavored salt. <laughs> yeah. Who wants that? Nobody. I'll give you a big old nobody. I'd rather have a soy sauce popsicle stick than a miso popsicle stick, because at least I won't get breasts for eating too many of them. (laughs) And what's worse is that Yoshi's cell had a small, open, but barred up window, which let the freezing air in. Do you think they did that on purpose? Yes. They must have. There's probably no official document saying do it. 
but like you know the warden and correctional officers were probably just like yeah they don't deserve heat fuck them uh, this used to be a but panda they- prison <laughs> I'm just like saying, it. think about their heating bill when they do turn the heat on. If the window's always open, idiots. I, I, I saw the like the prison type radiator that they used, and it was pretty much just like a horizontal chimney. And they would just like throw newspaper in one end and light it and be like, God, enjoy everyone the heat. <laughs> and it's like twenty four cells had to be like warmed this way. It's just like they're not Jeez. feeling any of that, man. Uh. Not selling a good time. Yeah, and on top of that, Yoshi's prison uniform was, you know, paper thin to the cold. It just didn't do anything. Did they give him a parka? And they did not. They didn't give him parkas. Think of you know, you know how drafty like those paper gowns are when you go in for your doctor's visits, Travis. Well, that's so your anus is always aware that there's going to be a doctor near you. What? What? Yeah, that's why they know. give you those gowns. That's true. He's like, guess what? Guess what? You're not as smart as the doctor. Your butt's out. <laughs> oh, so it's a power <laughs> trip thing? Yeah. Yeah. About it, Only people with degrees can have their butts concealed <laughs> in my office. <laughs> yep. Uh, once again, it's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, we make, we're Japanese, very efficient, making clothes out of the same thing they make walls out of. <laughs> Americans <laughs> can't do that because we use sheetrock, wood. Stucco, brick what, to make clothes. No, no, uh, to make stucco. walls. You can't do you can't do clothes with any of those things. Tom, but you've Japanese never seen like paper, paper. Tom, you've right never here, seen me wear my asbestos puff jacket, have you? I've no, worn sheetrock a couple of times. I haven't either. <laughs> I've seen you rock sheetrock, but it doesn't doesn't Put follow the whole pants night. On a little stiff, chafes the throat. And. Just so you know, the ritualistic beatings of the previous prison prisons were child's play when it came to the standard issue Abashiri smackdowns. One day after enduring such a flogging, uh, Yoshi faced his tormentors, and the resulting scene played out almost out of an action anime. Yoshi swore to his abusive guards that there was nothing they could do to prevent his, his eventual escape, and in a Super Saiyan display of strength, Yoshi tore the chain handcuffs off of his wrists. In a display Damn. of defiance, they were just nice. like Super Saiyan. Fuck you guys! And he and he fucking did the like that chink and broke broke. I said chink during a fucking podcast ah! on the Japanese ah! subject. But you're Asian, and so just, I'm leaving it in. There you go. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't. Did his hair yeah. turn blonde? No, his hair did not turn blonde. But like, right. I'm getting this vibe of like, oh, he did. He had a fucking super cool guy moment there. And broke his handcuffs. Now, before you call BS, I would like to posit a question to our very own uh, Mr. Travis Lee, solely because I know he's full of where of the answer. Travis, it's because what is the my state last of- name, my last name is Lee, and I no. get it. Ha ha ha. That's no, no, funny. no, no. Because y- you, I, I just know you know the answer to this question because we talked about it before. What is the state of Japan's metallurgy at this point in time? What's a st- in the in what? the in the forties? Just I mean, what is the state of J- Japan's metalworking skills? I mean, I'm sure it's fine in the 40s. You bastard. You're supposed to say it's garbage because that's what it is. No, it, okay. It's still garbage. Yeah, uh, Japanese people uh, or Japanese Japan, they're metal and they're iron and shit. It's not great. It's full of slag and it's just like yeah. terrible. So when you see like those katanas that are like super sharp, what they've done is they just have such shit metal that they fold it like a billion times. 
Um, which makes is amazing. It's an amazing process, but it's because you have shit metal, not because like this is the best anime saber I can acquire. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Are you talking shit about katanas, Travis? Yeah, yes. so yeah. if you're not making weaponry, then it's kind of like, uh, you know. Well, it's even like, shit My, my neutral bullet kind of sucks. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Simpsons, Mo like, Sizzlack has like a funny saying where he's like, oh, that thing fell apart like a Chinese motorcycle. I'm like, yeah, it was, you know, because they're both Asian. Just substitute I'm sure J- China. Japan. I'm sure China go. had some good. It's all right, man. You said it, not me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Maybe our listeners have figured out by now that all these racist jokes, I'm actually just texting to Cody to say. Yes. Because Tom I've is, been dying to say racist stuff, but I just hand, can't. Tom is the hand up my sock puppet's ass right now. <laughs> so Japan doesn't have great metal. It's not their fault. They're doing the best they can with it. And um, sure enough, you bet your ass, uh, handcuffs, government issued, made by the lowest bidder, could definitely have a fucking weak link amongst a chain if there's like you know eight cha- eight links to a shackle so yoshi could reasonably gamble like you know these handcuffs are pieces of shit and broke them in front of the guards in a super cool guy moment yeah or he Damn. just went super saiyan we just say that yeah, or he just went super saiyan very good so tom you look disgusted <laughs> <laughs> Fucking super cool guy moment for our boy Yoshi, but moronic as all fucking shit, as he firsthand demonstrated to the guards that he was required to have custom restraints. He should have broken the cuffs unsupervised during his next prison attempt, but he's fucking dumb. Hey, these things happen. Yep. The custom restraints featured a single steel cable as opposed to the multiple potentially defective links. Also aware of Yoshi's lockpicking prowess, these non-fuzzy <laughs> handcuffs had no keyhole for Yoshi to exploit. Wait, the, he wasn't wearing kinky, fuzzy handcuffs? Oh, wow. Uh, no, he was not wearing fuzzy oh, handcuffs. Oh, what, kind of, what kind of handcuffs were they if there was no keyhole? They had to be literally disassembled off of them every time he wanted to take a bath. And it took two hours, and it needed well-equipped expert blacksmiths, so it was... So he's like welded this shit on your arm? They kind of welded the <laughs> shit tight on him because that's they didn't crazy. Want him out. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Wow. I've never yeah. heard of that. So I heard. Yeah, they were not meant to be comfortable. And Yoshi once complained that uh, the process left him cut, which got infected with maggots. Oh. Yeah, so not Extra pleasant. Protein, the fuck out. Yeah, not not a fucking pleasant thing. I hate bugs. Oh. So that's what he gets for flaunting his handcuff-breaking abilities. He's like, these won't hold me. And he's like, well, we, we have very unsavory methods as an alternative, Yoshi. You idiot. And while these guards were exercising their due diligence with his restraints, the prison administration fabricated a virtually escape-proof cell explicitly for our boy Yoshi Shiratori. Entirely wait, wait, still- hold on. Yeah. Sorry, Cody. He's also in jail. He didn't kill anyone. No, but he got he got a fucking he is a criminal. He is a a fucking you know robber. He committed robberies. He got he got a false confession beaten out of his face, and he did escape from two prisons earlier, and he did steal from a hospital. So that's kind of why he's in prison. Like the murder charge is bupkis, but that was a false confession that you know the shitty fucking penal system is counting as a real one. 
We should make some mm-hmm. some free Yoshi shirts. Yeah. Free Yoshi. Oh, and it's got big, a, big Yoshi on it. Yeah, put him in an egg, a green spotted <laughs> egg. <laughs> He's in the egg prison. Help! Ah! <laughs> New fancy escape-proof room for our boy Yoshi. So it was entirely steel-plated, no more, you know, exploiting wood rot. And the ration slot, the viewport, and the single window were all customized to be smaller than Yoshi's shoulder frame. So just like... Oh, my God. Uh, I thought you were going to say shoulders. the, the food slot was, like, welded on each time. <laughs> no, yeah, that'd be... That, you really don't need to make a food slot any wider than the diameter of a hot dog. <laughs> or yeah, he's yeah, just fucking like, soup. Yeah. in food. Because, like, yes, you, you can put, like, a hot dog. That is, hot dog that's Fridays, soup. okay? You, you get a hot dog on Friday. Yep. Because uh, they don't have Lent there. But you no. can just shove a lot of rice in there, and, like, you, you can know, slide fish paste. soup under the door. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's fine. He'll live. Just give him a little baby hole. Why was it smaller than his shoulders? Make it smaller than his cock. One rice at a time. Open up, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> so, each of the openings of his cell, smaller than his shoulder frame, and barred up tight. <laughs> you all right, Chief? Sorry. You okay? Oh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And just as a final fuck you with a cherry on top, Yoshi's rations were already <laughs> slashed in half of what a average inmate was getting. Two so, rice. This, two, two A rices. <laughs> two A rice. This poor guy. Yeah. yeah I feel As bad you're for laughing this your head off. We're making yeah. jokes here. This is, like, this, is, this is like the Anne Frank of Japan. It's a fucking trampling of human rights, my friend. Yeah. Mike can't stop giggling. <laughs> Mike is having a field day. As he's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Nervous reaction. <laughs> this is gripping the edge of his seat. What's going to yeah. happen to Yoshi? Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hope he's all right. Wait, did Ryoshi write a diary? Did he stay in the attic? <laughs> squee, squee. All right, Travis, we, we get it. <laughs> Crossing the what, line. I can't man. make an Anne Frank joke. What's wrong? No. Only one Anne Frank joke. The Japanese trampling of human rights. That's a yeah, joke. Yeah, but I just drew the Anne Frank card from Cards Against Humanity, and that one always wins. All right, from here on out, we're going to play a drinking game with Roast Mortem. If you're driving a car and you hear one of us say something that you heard in Cards Against Humanity, just just drive it into the next baby you see, and then we'll see what depraved humor is, because that's not even yeah, funny. Look, that's how funny it is. Look for the baby on board sticker. Yeah, find one of those and ram it off the road and say, fuck you, Cards Against Humanity. Tom, Tom from Roast Mortem <laughs> Cast, a very influential man with a successful podcast called Heavy Hole, told me to do yeah. it. All in Minecraft. Told you to do it in Minecraft. This brutality went on for months. Yoshi had to endure the dead of winter and the still frigid early Hokkaido spring. The brutal cold had forced Yoshi's hand. Like fuck, he was going to endure another winter like that. And so in the months leading up to August 1944, Yoshi would split his already meager miso soup rations, saving some to spit on his doorframe's viewport and on his shackles. Turns out the salt content of prison miso soup really good at rusting shit. Wow. That's nice. a pretty bright guy. It just took fucking forever. Yeah. Uh, but with unparalleled patience, Yoshi managed to rush through his shackles and pluck a screw from his viewport's doorframe. 
And he used the edge of that screw to loosen up everything else. So he kind of like waited waited until one was, you know, jiggling around, pulled it out and used it as a makeshift screwdriver for the other screws. He's a genius. And sometime in mid-August, again, picking August, Yoshi attempted what would be his third jailbreak. That's cool. He shed his compromised shackles and yoinked the bars out of the viewport he'd been rusting and unscrewing for months. However, as previously mentioned, the viewport opening was specifically designed to be smaller than Yoshi's shoulder frame. He break his shoulders? Yeah. Yoshi dislocated his left shoulder and fucking slithered (laughs) through his prison door. What a boy! Like some kind of... Eugene yeah, Victor right. Tombs. Man, this guy, yeah, straight Eugene Victor Tombs. This is amazing shit. This guy is absolutely <laughs> dedicated, genius maneuvering. Imagine if the Japanese just let him live. <laughs> like, we would have electric cars right now. <laughs> yeah! Slippery electric cars that could go through doors and climb up walls. I, 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 when I say right now, I mean right now in the point in history, 1944. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. We have electric cars now. I'm saying that would have gotten a lot faster. It would have uh, catalyzed the process. Also, people in 1944 would have been like, Bernie, bro, <laughs> let's do it. Also, Harry Houdini, you can suck on Yoshi's giant dong. Because this boy could break a handcuff if you need soup. He uses soup to get out of jail. What did Harry Houdini do? Harry Houdini just was like, I don't know. I went in this water and then, oh, oh no, pump, don't punch me in the stomach. Punch. Dead. Yeah, this guy's a soup eating, a soup spitting master. Especially behind you to get to your hands, your handcuffs. That's pretty hard. Yeah. I like how Travis's takeaway was he's really good at spitting soup. Not that he's a fucking genius escapologist. It's just like, man, if the devil like challenged you for your soul with a soup spitting contest, Yoshi Dude, would win. I'm just saying spitting soup's hard because it's hot. You got fresh behind you. You get your hands, your handcuffs. That's pretty hard. Uh, just to be less of an asshole with like, you know, the super restraints, he was cuffed. In front of oh, him forward. for this time, oh, okay, so okay. like that's why he was able to spit. Oh, he didn't have down. to fountain over. No, he like, didn't have to trick shot. Hook it. shot. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I've gotten really good at spitting on my own ass, but a lot of people can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so once he fucking Victor Eugene tombs through his fucking door, uh, Yoshi found a neglected skylight and then just climbed right up out of that. Of now. In his previous attempt, he had to wait for a thunderstorm to fucking run across the roof so he didn't sound like a ferret in an air vent. I'm still using it, Travis. Fuck you. Nah, dog. Now, Hokkaido is fucking chilly, so the storms are just snowy, not thundery. So shit wasn't going to... No thunderstorm was going to roll around for Yoshi this time. So unfortunately, his footsteps on the roof did alert the guards, and the guards immediately checked his inescapable cell... And just as a honorable fuck you towards his uh, captors, Yoshie, before escaping, neatly made his bed, folded his prison uniforms, and left his cuffs in a nice pile just to be like a, <laughs> fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> nice. So I'm surprised, like, you know, the last time he made that Minecraft man for himself, but I'm surprised he didn't, like, save his fecal matter and make a shit person. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> constantly hiding pounds and pounds of human waste. Yeah. What's that soup? smell? Uh, Yoshi. I'm, I'm cr- cooking Brussels sprouts. Where'd you get those? 
I grow them. <laughs> in my well, also, time. like, I mean, it smells really cold. Like, remember that time, Tom, uh, we stayed over at our friend's house and I found that turd? Oh, I pooped outside in the cold and I was using the poop like a hockey puck the next day. I remember that. I remember that. And then <laughs> I, I remember seeing the biggest turd in the wild I ever saw. I was in Indiana on tour. And it was wow. January 2nd. I remember waking up. We went to this parking lot after this hotel we were staying in. And I saw this log, and I thought it was a dura log, but it was actually—I wow. think it was a moose crap. <laughs> oh wow! But it was in Indiana, and it was just this this thing. We we're like, you know, we had, we had to poke it. We're we're boys at the time. I was a young man. Yeah, of I course, had to, you had to. I'm I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Yeah, so I'm poking it. You know, start kicking that around the parking lot for a bit. Good yeah. laughs. Good, good fun. Good laughs for 19-year-old boys. Days See, of that, entertainment. I bet that's what yeah. Yoshi did in his cell. All of those. T- Days before he escaped, he's just pooping and kicking it around. Just kicking it around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can believe it. Uh, so, as previously mentioned, no thunderstorms. He, he couldn't wait for one, and his footfalls uh, alerted the guards, and the guards sounded the alarm. And here is where Yoshi Shiatori must face his last obstacle of his third prison break. As previously noted, cold ass ocean to the north, bear riddled, treacherous mountain to the south. And he only had a meager head start. So how would Yoshi outwit the police search parties that were already preparing to scour the Hokkaido beaches? Um, a Burton snowboard. Jet ski. Jet ski. I like that, Mike. Travis, you got an idea? Uh, I just think that he would have been like, hold on, guys. Let me get the cameras. We're going to start the first ever Ultimate Warrior. And then all <laughs> the guards would be like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, Ninja War! Wait, what? Ninja? Ultimate no, Warrior? what's the what's the one? The the Ninja fucking Warrior. Ul- Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Warrior. Ultimate Warrior is a man who likes steroids. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Warrior. Yeah. The answer was incredibly simple, but stupidly incredibly ambitious. Yoshi actually had the balls to gamble the mountain escape. He's like, "Fuck it! Like, I'll take my chances with the bears. Those guys don't have rifles." Yeah, yeah that's true. So. Imagine going to the ocean. Like, what other options do he have? You know, you just Where's get he... hypothermia and die. If he stayed on the beaches, they, he'd just be picked up by the search party. So he's just like, I'm choosing the less trigger happy of yeah. the two evils and taking my chances with the fucking bears in the mountain. Yeah, go to the mountains. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yep. We but, all like, seen the, the revenant. Like, it's not that hard. Oh, oof. he he's so brave for eating not meat. Yeah. Um. So, yes, Yoshi made a break for the mountain as he hurried, hurriedly fled Abashiri prison. And this makes the last phase of Yoshi's escape, making him eke out a sustainable lifestyle in the mountains until the heat dies down. Oh, this sweet. guy is committed to the escape. He's like, I'll fucking take my chances with the bears indefinitely just so I don't go back to this fucking prison. I like this guy. Yeah. Yes. And bears make good soup too, not as salty. Cody, I know. Yeah, I know you said he's stupid and all, but you haven't really said anything bad about him. Yeah, he trusts police officers because he lets them take a shit. Okay, fair enough. That, that's one. That's one stupid. It's gonna move, reoccur. Who, who hasn't made a stupid move? My entire life is stupid moves. <laughs> when does this guy do something really bad though? Like, what do we we'll all hate? It. We hate we'll pedophiles. Is he a pedophile? He's not a pedophile. All right. Well, I mean, is he a raper? 
Why do we keep saying raper? This is weird to me. <laughs> no, he's a raper. He's a raper. He's a, raper. a rapist. He's a SoundCloud think, raper. Well, the idea of rape is not funny, but rapers are more dangerous than rapists because rapists go to jail. Rapists, they get to jail. Rapers, they're actively doing it. Wait, so are you telling me he's going to like bear grills some bear shit into his mouth now? He might be <laughs> drinking his own piss for a while. Oh, I want to I take a quick cool detour before... Dude. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to take a quick detour before we get to Yoshiashi Otori, Mountain Hermit. Uh, some people might be like wondering, like, uh, how can one guy Spider-Man up walls, Hulk out of handcuffs, and Mister Fantastic through a prison door? What are the odds of one random guy having all these traits? And the answer is nearly zero. But the thing is, Yoshi isn't a random guy. Like this unique skill set is the shit that got him in prison in the first place. To be honest, a an escapology skill set is a burglary skill set, just in reverse. So yeah, you getting in, uh, dog. You ain't getting out of it. Yeah, throughout his early, his you know his you know childhood training was burglary, getting into oh, okay. secure places. All he was doing is reversing the process to get out of prison. So. You know, he had an entire childhood of learning how to squeeze, climb, and force his way through security measures. Yeah, this isn't exactly a guy being put in prison for tax evasion. Yeah, that guy would yeah. stay in prison. Yeah, because he's probably just a, I don't know, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> or a DMX. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, dealing okay, regular, you know, we're, we're dealing with a regular... We're dealing with a regular... They're in great shape, but they have very little practical application uh, practice. Yes. So it's not like he's a rant, like, oh, a Japanese guy can just do this, a random Japanese guy. No, he's like he's an Olympic burglar. Olympic athlete at burglaring. Is that the okay, right adjective? Okay, he's got the skills for it. Verb? Yeah, he's got the skills, and he's using the same skills to get out of places where he used to get into places. So okay, it's just like okay. not entirely like, fuck, like fucking. Yeah, but all right, all right, Cody, yeah, but when did he... When did he need to use soup to get into one of his burglars? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he Rock might be. Panera bread. He was actually thinking of his times breaking into Panera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very salty soup there. <clears throat> we got Yoshi roughing it on the Hokkaido Mountains. Now, with a small smidgen of good fortune, Yoshi discovers an abandoned mine shaft, which he scavenges for clothing and basic supplies. As for his diet, Yoshi would live off of nuts, berries, wild hair, and crab from the mountain streams. Nothing like wild hair. That doesn't sound bad. That sounds great, well, dude. I want crab. Yeah, he's got fucking. He's got a fucking mixed grill and appetizers. He's got seafood and rabbit. He's fine. He's, he's got, got it all. Turf. The man's got it all. Surf and turf. He's surfed and he's turfed. And he's got nuts. And, and he's berries. nutting. So <laughs> that's all you gotta not, do. You just have to eat. That's the secret of life. Secret mystery of happiness. Surf and turf and nuts. Like eating nuts? No, while you're nuts. Protein. 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 <laughs> Yo, is this a steak or a shrimp? I don't know. I don't care. I'm nothing. If it's both, if you have a mixed grill in front of you, you could probably come it indefinitely. Yeah. It's just there's so much protein. It's not ending. Wow. wow. Don't what, stop, I'm, won't stop. Unfortunately, there's no willing ladies up here. So now I will never have children. There's Weird. bears. He's, he's got he's got the one daughter. I want you to remember. There's a rock. Oh, he has a daughter. Wait, I missed that. Probably. Yeah, I think I you was... were. I think I think you were trying to frame yourself sitting in your drinking <laughs> horn. Yeah, while I, I was going over that. There was a period of time 
in this podcast where I wasn't paying attention. So thank you for <laughs> yeah. reminding me. He's got a wife and he's got a very young daughter before he gets thrown in prison. Thank you and sorry. So, both of those. He's got crab, he's got rabbit, he's got berries, he's got nuts. Yoshi would sustain himself for an entire two years this way. What? Just being a, a gross, grizzly Adams, living out of a mine shaft, eating whatever he could. Have you ever seen that that thing? It was like a reality TV TV show in Japan where that guy lived in a room for like two yeah. years. Uh, oh yeah, the guy eggplant, right? I buy it. Yeah, it, like that. Just kind of like this guy. Because didn't you say he was up there to wait until spring? Like, is this why didn't he just leave? Well, he's got to wait till the heat dies down. He wants to wait on this mountain because they're expecting him to be around the perimeter of the mountain. Yeah, waiting for him. And he's uh, waiting kind of to waiting yeah. get a solution that he's dead on the mountain. Yes, ah. the guards are kind of like, he's going to discover there's bears up in that shit and come right back down in like a week, maybe. So, like, the guards are kind of just like, le- like it's not smoking up, him out. They're trying him. to, like, wild brown bear him out. Yeah, meanwhile, right. he's riding around on a bear. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I got- he actually yeah. did learn to get crabs by uh, spying on bears. He's just like, oh, I go in this place and then, you know, swat them out of the stream and then, you know, crack them open and eat them. So he learned that from uh, watching local wildlife. The things we can learn from nature. Nature man over here. Yoshi spends an entire two years uh, just being Grizzly Adams, a Japanese Grizzly Adams. And then come 1946, Yoshi makes his way down the mountain hoping the manhunt for him had died down. Fortunately for Yoshi, that was exactly the case. The Japanese government officials were just a tad too preoccupied with the uh, recent events going down that they could not pursue Yoshi. Yeah, we right, fucking right. him up. We're... Yes. Right. Well, out of nowhere, this the... giant gay airplane comes over and bombs the <laughs> shit out of them. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't pieced the timeline together yet, Yoshi had missed a lot in the two years he chose to go into hiding. Yoshi yeah, and missed, that wasn't that wasn't a gay joke. That was an Enola gay joke. That, yeah, that's a real yeah. history cut. So, yeah, it's for you. We're tolerant. We are there. tolerant. I know we get Tom, the with I know the we high get, hanging fruit. Yeah, just dude. this episode, high hanging fruit. I'm I'm a battery operated Casio Cumbot. I am fully calculated to nice to get it out of you. <laughs> is that what Casio is that what Casio's up to nowadays making cumbots? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Casio doesn't tell you about because you yeah. are not in that tax bracket. <laughs> what, Tom? Don't yeah. you dare not call me a giraffe of eating fruit on top of trees because I got Look, a dude, long and neck. I can reach all them apples at the top, dog. I'm not in that tax bracket either, Travis. But I work more events. <laughs> yeah, he, he goes to conventions. Don't you know that asparagus doesn't grow on trees? Simple as that. D- if it you actually let it grow for longer, it turns into a fucking elephant dick. <laughs> Yoshi had missed the memo regarding uh, the Japanese defeats at Iwo Jima, Okinawa, the bombing of Nakas- Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And he missed the fucking surrender of Imperial Japan. He picked like the worst two years to be out of the loop. Yeah, a lot happened over there. Shit ton happened. Mm. So when he reached civilization finally for the first time after two years, the writing was on the wall. However, Yoshi couldn't read it because it was fucking English. Cities had, had, yeah, cities had English advertisements and American GIs 
you know, previous mortal enemies are just there eating fucking sushi on like a, a fucking bistro and slurping ramen with, you know, his countrymen. Coming up on my mountain territory with them big old eyes and them tall bodies. What the fuck's happening here? That's disgusting. <laughs> Pristine Japanese accent coming from Tom right now. Yeah. If you want to learn more about this time period, just go back to that Douglas MacArthur episode that we did when he was basically the emperor of Japan. Fucking while ago, man. What? Oh, yeah. That's a long one. We probably weren't even good at podcasting then. No, it's probably no. terrible. Don't listen to it. We're probably not good now, but you're here, so might I mean, as at well. Least we don't do tw- at least we don't do 25-minute episodes now. So, Mike, I want you to fucking imagine you go out on a fucking, like, stout-ass camping trip, yeah. and then your government's just overthrown. Like, you come back, and, like, I don't know, the Everyone Russians go. have taken over, like, the people are still there, but it's just, like, okay. imagine, like, the Russians are president now. Yeah, but those are the dumb fucks who put you in jail. So, so you're like, oh, not too you mean the governing body has, has no more records anymore because they've all been blown sky high, and I'm just yes. a mountain man who could start clean? Exactly. Good thing all the prisoner records were kept in Nagasaki. I'm off the hook. Yeah, very good. (laughs) So after getting over this fucking culture shock, Yoshie realized he's virtually a free man. No one gives a shit about him anymore, Mike. He's like, oh, they forgot because like, everything is different now and weird. Yeah. Ain't nobody. I'm surprised they even cared when they, they were fighting the war. Like, don't you have enough yeah, shit to too, do to yeah. worry about this, like, guy? Yeah, you gotta keep maybe... people busy, man. You gotta keep people busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, well, you're crazy not... in their fucking homes if they're Got told some, to stay yeah. there for too long. Right, exactly. Yeah. All these prison guards and wardens and stuff, they're not trained up to be soldiers. So just keep them busy. Guys. Slap them around. Put them in. Make, make sure he doesn't go. Okay? And then, of course, <laughs> everyone fails at their job every now and then. It's a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he went. He he had gone. Hanging he, out with a dude. The go. Yeah. So I like this guy. He realized he's a virtually free man at this point, and he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go find my family now." And he on he hoofed it on foot to the city of Sapporo. Yes, the beer brand. Hell for yeah. fifty days. So just fucking fifty day fucking hike, Mike. Sheesh, it's a long fucking yeah. walk. And that's not even that's not even his home city. His home city is called Amori. That's still a ways off, but he's like checkpoint is gonna be Sapodo City. Stop. Yeah. Fifty days on foot. Not to not to sound Jeez. racist, but if you are doing that like like as I am, I'm sure a lot of our listeners might be doing the um imagining a montage of his journey. The me channel yeah. music. Not so bad. Perfect way to mm-hmm. fucking pass the time. Da-na-na-na-na. Yeah, melts time melts, man. Yeah, it's like oh, we've been co- we've been podcasting for eight hours now. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too long. Your boy Yoshie, fifty day on foot trek to Sapporo City. Just before he reached this city, Yoshi found himself famished. Yoshi tried to satiate his rumbly tummy by scavenging from a tended field. As it turns out, this was a horribly bad idea, as Yoshi had earned the undivided attention of an irate knife-wielding farmer. Ah! <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, amidst probably knows jiu-jitsu. Or, or some kind of crazy Asianese martial arts. Yeah. 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 Some hidden technique. Tai Chi! Uh, whatever he knew, 
that's not a combat. <laughs> uh, whatever uh, the martial art Yoshie knew admits the ensuing skirmish. The farmer lost control of the knife and was stabbed in the gut. Ooh, now, wait, Yoshi stabbed him? Uh, unless some farmer stabbed himself or it was just an accident when you're wrestling. I've stabbed myself before. But uh, they uh, tangled up and the farmer got stabbed in the gut. Now, history ain't too sure how much at fault Yoshi was for the stabbing, as the only witness was Yoshi, the perpetrator. So... The farmer was able to limp off to receive some medical treatment. He tipped off the authorities. The farmer told the police there was a violent, thieving vagabond that had stabbed him. Shortly after this, the farmer fucking died of blood loss, and the police apprehended a blood-soaked Yoshi soon afterwards. Oh, so now he's a real murderer. Yes, so Yoshi's Uh, in hot, hot trubs. He's actually a murderer now. This is what the prison system does. It turns... Innocent people and and yep. escape artists into murderers. Yeah, and this is yep. why you don't bring a knife to a, a Yoshi magician. fight. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And whilst being held, the authorities put two and two together and realized they, in fact, had the elusive expert escapologist, Yoshi Ishiotori, in their custody. Not that it mattered too much at this point, because it's like, oh, you killed a dude. Doesn't matter if you're an escapee. You yeah. killed a dude. And, you know, with the Japanese loss of World War II-specific theater, fate had issued Yoshi a virtual get-out-of-free-jail card, and Yoshi blew it all for a fucking tomato. <laughs> had to go to the farm, man. Like, Couldn't yeah. just wait it out? No, he, he's like, he, ooh. He was a oh. specialist in getting out, not staying out. That's the thing. Exactly. Here. Yep. All right, now blew I'm seeing your point. Tomato. I'm seeing your point, Cody. He's kind of stupid. Nope, not, yeah, not like smart. the guy was just eating crabs and fucking like shit that he found on like moss. Like just go eat some more moss and then yep. you know don't stab a farmer for his family. Yep. Yeah. Go. Yeah, go eat an acorn sticking out of moss. <laughs> uh yeah, so he had a jail get out of jail free card and he fucking blew it. I mean, when's the next time Japan's gonna get fucking nuked in the middle of a world conflict? Watch Akira. Uh-huh. I don't know. There you go. So, yeah. Yoshie Shiratori was sentenced to death in 1947, and he was sent to Sapporo Prison to await his execution. The prison assigned six armed guards to provide 24/7 eyes on surveillance, along with the Oof. along with the uh, provision of scheduled beatings. So, yay, this life again. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. I know this sounds really cruel. Uh huh. Uh huh. But why don't they just crack his kneecaps? <laughs> like make yeah, him handicap and then you could reduce the payment on six guards to no guards because he doesn't have functioning legs. Yeah. yeah and he, and you're going to time. kill him. Anyway, so just inhumane. Yeah, just give him a little snip of the Achilles tendon. You're done. It seems like there's so many resources being put into it and they're fucking sadistic anyway. Like, why not just bring it to that level? Monstrous and logical. Very very uh very good. Uh, thanks for bringing that to the table, Tom. Yeah, call me if you want me to shit on your grandma. <laughs> yeah. Tom's out there coughing on the elderly right now. <laughs> it's like, what do you <coughs> contribute? <coughs> Here's a can of bullshit I personally canned myself. Dig right in, grandma. <laughs> so, 24-7 eyes on with half a dozen guards. Uh, also, 
we're back at the scheduled beatings. His custom cell was similar to that of Abashiri prison, all metal construction. However, the ration slot, the viewport, and the window were all made smaller than his skull. So, Oh, ooh, you could break a lot of my bones! Time. Can't dislocate your skull, now can you? Well, you could. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm stopping that. you there, Mike. <laughs> you try. I don't know, just call Beetlejuice up a couple times, get that tiny head, you know? There you go. Maybe. Beetlejuice, 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 give me that tiny head, Winona Ryder. Yeah, also, maybe he wasn't, like, a fully a man. He was, like, a baby. They have squishy heads. You got a baby yeah, slip yeah, right through, like, a little squid. Just a baby murderer. Give me that, too. Yeah. So, how yeah, like would the infamous... Disease. Oh, yeah, that. So, how would the infamous Yoshi engineer an escape this time? He would use the prison cell itself as an escape tool. So... The prison administration made of their first mistake when they're just like, oh, the, the the six guards and the cell upgraded cells enough. We don't need to have them fucking handcuffed. You always want to have Yoshi handcuffed. Yeah, they, they're, they're too confident. Mm-hmm. So he was on handcuffed. And the thing about having like six people always look at you is they kind of need to step back if there's fucking six of them. You know what I mean? Like they're all not going to like huddle around like the viewport that's smaller than Yoshi's skull. You know what I mean? There's not enough room for them to be wow. that close. So they had to kind of step back to the hallway to all look at them, you know, so all six of them could be looking at Yoshi simultaneously. Mm. And that gave Yoshi the fucking room he needed to work his magic. That's also the worst job ever yeah. to be one of those guys looking. Yeah. Uh sir, you've got the job. Uh you're gonna be a guard at this prison and you'll be specializing at looking at this man. With five other dudes. It- well, yeah. that's like a glory hole attendant. How's the hole looking? Yeah. Is there anything on the other side? All it's right, fine. I think you're ready. Step right up, sir. Mm. <laughs> right this way. So Let me help you escape all that semen from your body. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it was unintuitive. Yes, it seems like it was a great idea, like hiring six guys and fucking not cuffing him and having his viewport smaller. But when you like made the viewport smaller you gave him more blind spots in his fucking prison cell to work with. And Yoshi started his escape prep by testing the ceiling's integrity in full view of the guards. He would shake and rattle the supports of the ceiling, try and find, like, a loose nut or something he could, like, wrench on with his fingers, but nothing was loose, and uh, he let the guards see that he was not succeeding on that front. So, like, he would intentionally struggle and fail at the ceiling, and this was all to divert the suspicion away from the floor through which Yoshi would be uh, sneaking out oh. of. So he's, he's throwing the diversion to the ceiling, and, you know, if the prison viewport is only the size of his fucking skull and smaller, they were just kind of looking into making sure that he wasn't monkeying around the fucking ceiling. When in reality, he was in his bed, cut a, like, in his bedding, you know what I mean? He's a fucking Japanese prisoner in the 1940s. He wasn't given a bed. He was given a futon, a Japanese futon. Did they get a Casper? Uh, Yoshi cu- no, no Casper, right. no purples for Yoshi. So Yoshi fucking cut a hole in the bottom of his futon, a.k.a. you know, sleeping bag, so he could get access to the fucking flooring. Uh, he smuggled in cutlery. So he got like a fucking chopstick and a fork or something, and he cuts a hole through his fucking, you know, think of it as a sleeping bag. Gets access to the floor, starts prying up the floorboards until he finds a nice piece of sheet metal, and he uses 
that piece of sheet metal as a makeshift saw to cut out a fucking man-sized hole in the rest of the floor. Wow. And at the cement floor is Japanese people. Yeah, yeah. And he would cut through the hole, and he would also start uh, conditioning the guards by sleeping in very late, well past the mandatory, uh, you know, prison wake up. And the guards at first were okay (laughs) with this because they just like, hey, the guy's not jailbreaking if he's in bed. Right. Surprise! That's exactly what Yoshi was doing. Like, probably just, just looks like his arms going back and forth while he's laying down. Yeah, I was like, is that guy masturbating? Yeah, jerking, yeah, it's jerking up for twelve hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Yoshi's really cranking it out. I imagine Jeez. that's all hours. you really do in jail, right? I don't know. I mean, if if I went to jail, I'd probably be killed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be in a gang. Would you be oh, yeah. um, prison tier, Mike? Would you join the Black Panthers or the White Supremacists, Mike? Because you you're mixed, you're mixed race. You can go with either side. I I go with Black Panthers. Yeah, a lot more go. culture. Yeah. Yes, Less culture, Mountain Dew. Let me make my own gang. <laughs> the Mikes are right, boys. <laughs> yes, leave them alone. So. There you go. Yoshi would saw through his floor, getting to the dirt, and then he would use a rice bowl to dig his way to freedom. Damn. So he would uh, you know, scoop up a little bit every night and then return to his cell every morning, cover up the hole with his like, you know, futon bedding, and pretend he was, you know, just I was sleeping the entire time. And he would repeat rinse and repeat until he finally tunneled his way to freedom. How long did it take him? Uh months. Say. Yeah, years, months, and uh, you know, he conditioned the guards by sleeping past the mandatory, you know, wake up time, and the faithful day where the guards, you know, notice like, wow, this guy's sleeping in till fucking like two, and they, you know, go in and check on him. Yoshi had already flown the coop, and he resorted to his old floorboard decoy trick again, fooling his six armed guards. Yeah, motherfucker, slick, amazing. So the year was 1948, and Yoshi enjoyed an entire year of freedom this time. Until one day, until one day, an unsuspecting beat cop approached Yoshi and just struck up a innocuous conversation with him. No idea that this man is, you know, the you know, twice convicted of murder and burglar and escape artist. Out of this is literally serendipity. So these guys came over here, they bombed us. Turns out they're not as bad. They're kind of fat, but, you know, they got this guy, Elvis. He's singing and bopping around, and all the ladies love him, man. I think I kind of like him, too. Have you ever thought about sucking off a man? (laughs) (laughs) That's an average conversation with a Japanese cop. Very period-appropriate conversation. You don't know otherwise. We're doing the podcasting. The Academy. A bit early for Elvis, but I went with something. Fine, perfectly accurate. <laughs> so, if Yoshi just got up and turned tail, the cop would just chase him down. Like, well, what the? F- why'd you run away? You know what I mean. So Yoshi had to kind of play yeah. it smooth and be like, "Yes, weather is nice today, sir." And you know, the, he's, he's forced to shoot the shit with this unsuspecting cop. However, midway through this conversation, the officer lit a cigarette and, unprompted, offered one to Yoshi too. So I was just like, "Oh, enjoy this smoke and a conversation." And okay. at, yeah, it's good. At this time, cigarettes in Japan were considered a luxury item, making this a very, very, very powerful and kind gesture. What nice boy! Yoshi, uh, 
Yeah, it's nice, it's, especially if they're luxury items. Yoshi took his cigarette graciously and, in return, offered up his legendary life story to the officer. Oh, He no. told of the robbery, the murders, the multiple prison escapes. Why? You know, just for, again, you know, again, like a, a cool anime moment, like the anti-hero opening up to an unlikely confidant just because of a very kind and honest gesture. Just go find your wife and kid, dude. You're fucking, you're fucking an idiot. <laughs> Very good, Mike. Jesus. So, dumbass Yoshi was instantly arrested on the spot and shipped to Fuchu Prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. What do you think was going to happen? Wait, did you, you say like Choo Choo Prison? Like, it's on a train? Fuchu. Choo Choo. Fuchu. Fuchu Penitentiary. A prison, a, prison. a prison from which our boy Yoshi Shiratori would in fact not be escaping from. Oh my And you might be wondering, what was different about Fuchu Penitentiary? As it turns out, Fuchu Penitentiary employs very specially trained prison guards. Prison guards that could actually refrain from beating the shit out of their inmates. Yoshi finally had non-abusive handlers and a climate-controlled cell that came with sufficient rations. And as previously admitted, Yoshi only broke out of prisons to flee the rampant police brutality. He was totally okay with a confined lifestyle. Totally okay with a confined lifestyle. He fucking chose to spend an entire two years in a mine shaft on the side of a mountain, for fuck's sake. (laughs) So he got one of those Scandinavian jails? He got one of those... Fuchu was a Japanese Scandinavian type jail. So he's getting free meatballs every day. He's... He's like, yeah, he's probably getting he's, more rice than Yeah, four. they give him some Ikea furniture, and they're like, ah, put it together. You want Gundam? Yeah. You take, put get it the, together, take it apart for entertainment, put it back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Gundam mobile suit. <laughs> Is he going to get out of here with that? No, he's fine. He's happy. Just don't, be, <laughs> ju- just don't beat him. In late 1947, the high court was... Benevolent to Yoshi, surprisingly. They accepted his initial murder was a frame job, and they even regarded the death of a farmer as a case of self-defense. Yoshi was still on the hook for multiple robberies, and he had broken out of Emori, Akita, Abashiri, and Sapporo prisons, but through all four prison breaks, he never inflicted bodily harm onto any of the prison personnel. Mm. So it's just like, he gets out, but he doesn't... He's not holding people hostage. He's not threatening to shank a warden. Yeah, he's not trying to kill anyone. Right. And additionally, because Yoshi's most dumbass arrest was seen as a voluntary turning himself in <laughs> for, I don't know, a cigarette, Yoshi's death sentence was mitigated from, you know, getting hanged to 20 years behind bars. To be served How out old in is a, he at this point? To be served out in a nice, cushy uh, Tokyo prison. Uh, Yoshie's in his 40s at this point, early 40s. I want to say 41. Ah, so he might even see some freeds. Yeah. And guess what? After being a model... I just said 40s, man. (laughs) So he'd probably be in his 60s when he gets out, right? Uh, if If he served the entirety of the 20 years. However, because he was a model prison, he was pardoned after just 13. Shaving oh, off bad. the last seven years, so just in time to to collect social security. There you go. Yeah, America. get in shape, do some push ups in jail. There you go. Wow. So for the first time in the better part of three decades, Yoshie is an honest to goodness free man, and he's just like sitting there, like, wow, 
This is what yeah, it's like. Yeah, I'm a free bird. Yeah, I'll spread wow. my Asian wings. <laughs> so Yoshie returned to his hometown of Amuri, where he prepared to explain to his wife where he was for the last 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't give a shit at this yeah. point. Uh, she absolutely did not, because unfortunately she passed away during all of Yoshi's oh. adventures. Too much rough sex with strangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, oh no. <laughs> Yoshi managed to track down his daughter, but unfortunately she had no words for him as, you know, Oof. he was in jail and that was dishonorable to the family. So Yeah, what was she doing? She's That's probably rough. working at Disney World or some shit. Your dad's skating. Dad's hanging out with bears and eating crabs out of a river. (laughs) (laughs) This is is an important man. What do you do with your life? What do you do with your life? Playing pachinko all day, you idiot. Mm. Delicious raisins. Thank you, Travis. No, but they do. I have a pachinko machine right over here. See? Mm. And that's what I play when I'm bored. Oh, my God. He's not lying. (laughs) Wow. Yes, people at home, Travis has revealed a pachinko machine in the corner of his apartment. And I like him less there. somehow. That's weird. And I, I, I'm, yeah, me too. I'm cruising about nominal standard Travis liking deviations right now. <laughs> so you know, his daughter turned the back on him. She's like, I don't even, I don't even know you anymore. You know, Japanese Damn. Japanese stigma with um, you know, a family member being in prison. It's harsh. Yeah, right. the biography of Yoshie Shiratori is personally tragic, yet a triumph for the state of Japan's penal system. Yoshi's dog had escaped, illustrated the gravity of rampant abuse in the system. The man was willing to dislocate his shoulder, saw a fucking hole through a prison-reinforced cell, and take his chances with flesh-hungry bears rather than suffer the unchecked police brutality of the system at the time. So they were just like, oh, it's bad out there if this guy's willing to do all that shit. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So because of Yoshi, a slew of prison reforms were enforced, ensuring the humane treatment and adequate living conditions of all future inmates. Yoshi Shiratori wandered the metropolitan areas of Japan, sustaining himself by working a mixture of odd jobs and construction, and I personally theorize at this point Yoshi had a girlfriend of some sort during these times, as we'll see a little bit of evidence uh, mentioned shortly. Now, ask me how he did. How did he escape from life? Oh, how did he escape his mortal coil? Very good, Travis. At the very, very ripe age of 71, Yoshie Shiratori died from a massive heart attack in 1979. He was cremated. Before his ashes were defaulted to the state, a woman who refused to provide her name claimed said ashes and laid Yoshi to rest, hence the earlier girlfriend theory. He died 10 years too late. He missed the 80s. It was Ash Janice. The woman who collects ashes. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's his girlfriend now. She's like, "Oh shit, let me let me grab his ashes and let me throw this let shit me, out. dust him on a sushi roll." Yeah, no, let me grab those ashes, put it in some hot water, and start spitting on metal. Mm. <laughs> the spirit of Yoshie Shiratori. It's a different type of dude soup. <laughs> yes. And in the '80s, Abashi Prison, the fucking chilly worst of it prison that Yoshie visited closed down in small part due to the reforms brought on by our boy Yoshi. The frigid frigid climate was presumably deemed too inhumane to continue operating as a prison. Today, it stands as Abashiri Prison Museum. And to pay respect to Yoshie himself, a statue has been erected in his honor. 
However, yeah. it is not as dignified as Yoshi may have wished. It depicts an almost naked Yoshi A. Shiratori going nearly spread eagle to find proper footing <laughs> to climb the prison rafters towards the broken Jeez. skylight he had used as an exit. <laughs> who Excellent. Wants, who wants to see I want to see Yoshi's I tank. See it. Oh, he looks like a badass. What do you mean? The fuck? Hey, yeah, but if you want to be memorized, Mike, do you want to be in a loin like Spider-Man. Or like Tarzan. He ca- Yeah, but it's like... <sighs> like Tarzan climbing out of a mall. <laughs> <laughs> it look, I think he looks kind of creepy. He's like... He's like kind of too long. Like he, he kind of looks like he's like... He's like yeah, a lizard, a lizard man. man. He's Well, he just squeezed through a tiny hole. This would be a feature of a, a Russian millionaire's knockoff Rainforest Cafe. He also happens to be very racist. <laughs> Jesus. This is what would be inside and you'd be staring up at while you're eating your chicken nuggets shaped like Chinese prisoners. <laughs> and some people might be wondering why is Yoshi naked as he's making this jailbreak? Well, it's because he folded up his uniform in that nice little fuck you to the prison guards. If you can remember that. Yeah. Mm. So, there you have him, Yoshie Shiratori, burglar turned four-time escape artist and catalyst of Japanese penal reform. Legendary levels of dexterity, flexibility, strength, patience, and resilience, but also a all-around dumbass. Yeah, this yeah. guy gets a thumbs up from me, too. Even yes. though he's... He, he did a, f- a few big oopsies. Yeah, don't, don't kill a farmer for a tomato. Uh, this he, podcast... Yeah. This podcast doesn't condone the fugitive lifestyle, but if any of the ninnies at home decided to go rogue from the law, don't trustingly fraternize with a police officer just because they let you shit in their bathroom or offer you a cigarette. Yeah. Rest in peace, Yoshi. Don't trust anyone when you're taking a shit, but thank you, Cody. Last <laughs> <laughs> words. Yeah, great words there. Cody. Yes. Thank you very much. No for- problem. Bringing in Yoshi. Yeah, Can you Cody. say his full name again? I, I'll never remember this because I'm a terrible man. <laughs> Yoshie Shiratori. Yoshie Shiratori. First Shiratori. and only time I'm saying it. <laughs> I, think, I think that we can all agree. Um, pretty premium dude. He's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, this is cool. This is a nice change of pace here. I like doing Escape Boys. I did Al Capone earlier. He's like Houdini. Yeah, but he's cooler in Japanese. Yeah, I'm better Houdini. Yeah. Who done it? How many? Who done did? How this? many bears do you think he had to actually like touch, like Three. get close to? Three. Some of these stories Three. were saying he was he was he was wearing a kill, like he was wearing bear skinned like coveralls. But I I've, I found that like too folkloric. Like, yeah, he probably maybe he fell in love with a bear. Yeah, and yeah, tiny bear cubs. Maybe he was wishing yeah. that. Man and bear could have children, and he just wouldn't leave the mountain. Yeah. I was thinking, I about call them yeah. bearlings <laughs> or become one. Yeah, yeah, they, they look like normal humans, but their hands are all stubby and hairy. I just <laughs> like how, like, 90 minutes of like this engaging podcast just boils down to bear bestiality. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a great send-off <laughs> way to say goodbye to the people and, at home. And soup spitting. That's an important skill that good, everyone should good develop. Takeaway. Put it on your Ooh. LinkedIn. Yeah, soup spitting. I'll I'll personally go find your LinkedIn and like recommend you for soup spitting if you put it on. I'm gonna practice that tomorrow. <laughs> <on> your skills. <laughs> Mike, you need to make a LinkedIn in order to update your LinkedIn. <laughs> my, 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 my. Update my soup resume. <laughs> All right, so that's it. That's that's Soup Man's journey out of prison and back into prison several times. You've heard it here first. Yeah, this is man. probably the first time. If you heard it somewhere else, hey, man, Kobe, whatever. Uh, but this is the first him. time you heard about Yoshi. Yeah, I want to have hot dog stew now. I want. I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. Yeah, I want a hot dog right now. <laughs> mm. Yep. All right. So speaking of hot dogs, I'm gonna go eat a hot dog. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Patreon.com slash RoastMortemCast. All the other shit. We've said it before. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Just go Google us or something. But don't believe the fucking Hot Topic links. That's not us. Looking for a Ballparks Frank's hot dog sponsorship, oh, they pump when you too. Cook them. Look at that. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Craigslist personals looking for hot dogs that are dirty. <laughs> Man <laughs> seeks dirty hot dog and spat soup. Yeah. Yeah, it's... All uh, right, bye. He's a, he's a dog <laughs> catcher. Bye. bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.